Hi, I'm AJ, your host. When we leave this world, all that is left of us are our stories and photographs. If our words no longer flow from our breath, it is up to those we leave behind to tell our tales of a life well lived. If you are in the mood for a story, then you have come to the right place. So take a seat, friend, as you are in for a Johnson's Tale. Welcome to the Johnson's Tales podcast. At one time, I never marked the Alaskan Native American box on any form. I felt no one would believe me. I didn't want to be seen as a fraud. 25% didn't feel Indian enough. I'd hang my head when someone asked me if I was Native. I'd respond with a quiet yes. I lived this way until I went to college. Gary Johnson, he took one look at me and said, you are enough. Blood quantum was created by the government as a means to shrink the tribes. Paper genocide kid. Doesn't matter if you are whole, half, quarter, or even 10%. It's what's in your heart and how you live in the world that matters. Gary taught me about my culture, my history, and my religion. He gave me back something that was taken so very long ago. He gave me my heritage. He gave me the ability to stand tall as a biracial woman. He gave me the strength and the courage to put one foot forward and say, yes, I am indigenous. I am also white. Through Gary's mentoring, I thrived. He saw my potential before I ever did. Gary took me under his wing and would help me with my projects and proofreading my essays to ensure I stuck the landing, essays that weren't even for his classes. Gary's lessons extended beyond the classroom and into the reservations around us. He would bring myself and a group of students to different conferences throughout the semesters to further enrich our learning of what issues are currently being faced in Indian country today. I remember at one particular conference, I'm going to throw in an AJ tale here, which was held in a casino. He knocked on our door late at night. There's a live band. Do you kids want to go see it? So there we were in the middle of a casino watching live music with our professor who quickly learned that dancing is not this girl's strong suit. We cannot all have gifted feet, I said to him. The easiest possible dance one can do at a powwow is the round dance. Gary taught the round dance to me that night on the dance floor in the middle of a casino so I didn't have to stand awkwardly on the sidelines. To this day, I can still picture the look on Gary's face when we sat down to dinner one night. I quietly asked him, Psst, Gary, some dude asked me if I wanted to snake later. What does that mean? My secret question was no longer quiet as he gave it away to our table mates. And <laughs> he roared with laughter. Oh, kid. Oh, my sweet kid. That means he wants to take you back to his room. The look on my face must have said everything. He needed to know. 
must have said everything that he needed to know as he squeezed my shoulder with a smile. I felt half mortified and half, damn, I must be pretty fine if a stranger asked me back to his room. Gary never let me live that one down. It became our inside joke that went well beyond our college years. Gary was in his element on LCO and throughout the Northland. He'd bring groups of students to his reservation to teach us about his culture, legends, but only when there was snow on the ground, history, and religion. In the woods at LCO, I learned about the little people that lived in this random boulder. He brought us to the pipestone quarry and explained how it was harvested for pipe making. Windigos, his story of Windigos, still makes me shudder, and I will not look a deer or anything on the side of the road in the eyes to this very day. He explained the hardships, relocation, assimilation in such a way that it angered your soul and you felt this fire within you to right the wrongs of the past. He knew the laws, tribal sovereignty, like the back of his hand. This man rarely taught from a book. And I'll forever link the Dawes Act to the checkerboard that he drew on the classroom wall. As I was going through school, I majored in legal studies, and Gary believed in my dream of going to law school. He thought it would be a good idea for me to come back and practice tribal law or casino law. I can still remember the day when I said to him, I'm going to get married instead of go to law school. He told me I was making a big mistake, that if somebody really loved me, they wouldn't tell me to scrap my dreams in order to be their wife. I, being young and dumb, didn't listen. I said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get married, and while well, law school will always be there. Fast forward many years later, I still haven't gone to law school, and I divorced that really crappy husband. And he told me a very polite, I told you it wasn't going to work out, kid. He was right. But when that dream ended, I found a new dream. I found a new passion. I was able to work as a paralegal for many years, and then I switched to finance, in which he joked with me quite often. You suck at math, kid. Are you sure you want a job in finance? I excelled in finance, and I love my career that I have, even though he thought it was a fake job right up until the end. Risk consultants are real jobs, and they are real careers. I'd give anything to be sitting in Gary's office again, just talking about life, about school, about sovereignty, treaties, heck, Columbus Day. Columbus Day was a hill that that man was willing to die on. He always wanted to take over the post office on Columbus Day to protest the war laws that are still on the books to this day. He did get Columbus Day changed to Indigenous People's Day in the city of Superior before his death. That was a triumphant moment for him as he stood on top of the hill and watched the patriarchy and the history crumble around him. I'd give anything to be sitting on his deck again, listening to his stories, a story about anything. Gary's mentoring, the thing about Gary is his mentoring didn't stop the day that your degree was placed in your hand. He checked up on you throughout the years, made sure you were okay. If you had a problem, he was there for you, either with a story or a solution. That mentorship turned into a friendship 
that can never be replaced. I miss his advice, his stories, and the way he picked on me so lovingly. He picked on me so lovingly. (laughs) He was one in a million. Even though he didn't think he did, he changed the world one student at a time, and those children went out into the world and it was a ripple effect. He created more change than one man could ever imagine in this lifetime. His life was a life well lived. He made a difference. He did good. And now he gets to rest in power. Gary passed away from complications due to COVID-19 on May 20th, 2021. In this podcast, A Labor of Love is to ensure that his stories, his wisdom, his words will continue to flow, not only for his family, but generations to come. Because Gary, he was the Sidori. hope you enjoyed that tale as much as I did. If you would like to find out more about Gary Johnson and the story you just heard, head on over to johnsonstales.com. Did you know Gary? Do you have a story to share? Send it on over to johnsontales at gmail.com. Take care and I will see you next week for another Johnson's Tale.